Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, June the 15th as... It just seems to get worse and worse every Monday when we talk and we look back at what happened over the weekend, the labor strife, the negotiations between the players and owners. It seems like this weekend we have finally come to the conclusion that it looks very likely that the owners will just implement a shortened season and neither side will come to a true agreement and neither side will get anything extra out of it and we will just play a short meaningless baseball season i mean historically we'll get into all that stuff this week and all that but uh, you know an asterisk laden season um without an expanded postseason most likely and all that and and uh you know we get we get and uh look uh, i'll dive into the specifics of this a good jeff paz and peace kind of citing the most recent stuff over the weekend um uh, but what it means for baseball long term and, and all of it, we'll, we'll talk about all this stuff this week. Uh, just to to set the stage, I think on Saturday it was really, it felt like Saturday was the day where it kind of we reached the end, so to speak. And look, um, we don't know what the the owners are going to come back with, whether they're going to, you know, come back with maybe more games than we're hoping for and paying the prorated to, once they implement a season. You know, all we know, and we don't need to dive into the specifics of of. My thoughts on it, you know how I feel about this whole situation, but I do think that um, it's hard to believe that we've gotten here, that it's June 15th, and I mean, look, they should be in spring training right now. Spring training, too. That should be happening right now. You know, it is unbelievable to believe that it's June 15th, and not only do we not have a deal, but it feels like um, all hope is lost. I mean, Jason Stark put this out on Saturday night when everyone... um was kind of coming to grips with it, um, the moment, the uh, the devastation that, uh, you know, it was going to play out in a way that I think a lot of people didn't expect, that it, it looks very likely it's going to be a shortened, implemented season, and that's it. Jason Stark, this tweet really hit me hard. 
Um, he said, even though everyone in baseball has seen this coming, emotions are flowing tonight. Anger, sadness, disappointment, profound worry about the future. And the agreement, this is one of baseball's worst days ever. That's from both sides. One quote, quote unquote, I can't see a single ray of sunshine. That tweet hit me hard. Uh, first of all, I think, you know, you know, if you've listened to the show, you know that I, Jason Stark is my all-time favorite writer. I think he's one of the best to ever do it to cover the sport. But also, um, the thing I love and I've always loved so much about Jason Stark is his just endless love and optimism about the sport of baseball. The prism through which he views the game of baseball is one filled with light and positivity and happiness. And even someone like Jason Stark is is beaten down to this point. And look, that's the way it felt on Saturdays, right? You know, when all this information was coming out that the um, you know the players were were basically done negotiating and just saying, hey, you know, set the season. You're not going to move any closer to us. Why should we even try? And and look, I think it's fair at this point. If I were the players, I wouldn't expect anything better either. I mean, you <laughs> just keep repackaging the same offer more or less without any true steps towards the middle and, and saying, ah, take it. And if you don't, you're the worst. Um, so I understand where they're coming from. It did feel that way. It felt like true sadness. And I've said, you know, look, if they're going to have a season, uh, a shortened implemented season, whatever, you know, however you want to look at it, call it whatever. Um, but it does feel that that this is one of the darkest days for baseball. It does feel that way. And I had said that if they didn't have a season, it would be the worst moment for baseball since the 1919 Black Sox scandal. And, I think you can still say it's right there. You know, obviously, I think you have to include the strike if you're talking in that perspective, but the 94 strike and so on and so forth. But this is um, among the worst moments for baseball in, in my life, you know, in, in my time being a baseball fan. It's certainly, for me, the most embarrassed I've ever been to be a baseball fan. It's the worst I've ever felt about my fandom. Um, it is the most I've ever thought you know, screw that sport. And I, I obviously can't go there to the point where, you know, I mean, you all know I'm a baseball is my favorite sport. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. Um, I'm not going anywhere, but I understand if people do, you know, and I think that's the thing. And we've talked a lot about it, but the short sightedness of this whole situation from the, the players and the owners really is not thinking about the long-term effects on the game. And, and this is also just a, a preamble for what we're going to get in December of 2021. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a work stoppage, right? I mean, how could they ever figure this out? Um, it's just, it's really disappointing. It's really frustrating. I uh, 100% blame the baseball's owners. I blame everybody involved, but I, I strongly, strongly blame baseball's owners. Owners who keep telling us how poor they are. And yet we find out that, you know, Turner comes out and says billions of dollars in television revenue, the new deal. <laughs> but we're poor. Baseball isn't profitable. Build the wit. I'm just, I'm so sick of it. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of baseball's owners. I'm sick of the way the sport has handled themselves, and I'm embarrassed. Let's get to that passing piece as a way to kind of dive a little more into this. Um, passing with an article kind of detailing the weekend, what happened, um, article title, MLB players reject latest offer, ask league to set 2020 schedule. Uh, the article begins, the Major League Baseball Players Association asked Major League Baseball to set a schedule for the 2020 season. 
rather than counter the latest return-to-play proposal by the league, setting the stage for Major League Baseball to implement a significantly shortened schedule and deepening the labor strife between the parties. In a statement Saturday night, Major League Baseball Players Association Executive Director Tony Clark rejected Major League Baseball's latest proposal and said further dialogue with the league would be futile. It's time to get back to work. Tell us when and where. Here is the full statement from Tony Clark, again, the executive director of the Players Association. The statement is as follows. Players want to play. It's who we are and what we do. Since March, the association has made it clear that our number one focus is playing the fullest season possible, as soon as possible, as safely as possible. Players agreed to billions in monetary concessions as a means to that end. And in the face of repeated media leaks and misdirection, we made additional proposals to inject new revenues into the industry. Proposals that would benefit the owners, players, broadcast partners, and fans alike. It's now become apparent that these efforts have fallen upon deaf ears. In recent days, owners have decided the supposed unprofitability of owning a baseball team, and the commissioner has repeatedly threatened to schedule a dramatically shortened season unless players agree to hundreds of millions in further concessions. Our response has been consistent that such concessions are unwarranted, would be fundamentally unfair to players, and that our sport deserves the fullest 2020 possible season. These remain our positions today, particularly in light of new reports regarding Major League Baseball's national television rights information we've requested from the league weeks ago, but were never provided. As a result, it unfortunately appears that further dialogue with the league would be futile. It's time to get back to work. Tell us when and where. And again, to that point, I mean, the fact that as this is all happening, we find out that Major League Baseball has a multi-billion dollar deal with Turner, that that comes out. And the fact that that is information when they are, quote unquote, would not open their books. That's the type of information they wouldn't give the players. I honestly, and we'll get back to this past article, but I honestly, and if you are, tell me why, you know, at James Seltzer on Twitter, but I don't know. I honestly, I can't understand how any baseball fan could possibly be on the side of the owners in this. I, I, I can't get it. I, my only explanation is you don't understand what's happening. That's how I feel. I really do. I, I just... I don't understand being on the owner's side in this. I, you know how I feel. I've made it abundantly clear. But it has been one thing after another that has just shown. I mean, again, the owners, Bill DeWitt just came out and said baseball's not profitable. And then days later, we find out about the billions they're making in television revenue with one company for one of their deals. Explain to me how anyone can believe these people. How? How could you possibly say, ah, you know what, I think the owners are probably telling the truth here. Or, oh, the owners, they want what's best for them. That's it. Period. They don't care about me. They don't care about you. They don't care about the players. They don't care about any of it. Facts. Period. Let's get back to the article. The article goes on. A March agreement between the parties allows Major League Baseball to set a schedule. And the league has suggested that in the absence of a negotiated agreement with the union, it could impose a schedule of somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 games and pay players full prorated salaries worth a total of around $1.25 billion. Major League Baseball Player Association lead negotiator Bruce Meyer 
In a letter sent to Deputy Commissioner Dan Halem on Saturday night and obtained by ESPN said, quote unquote, we demand that you inform us of your plans by the close of business on Monday, June 15th. That's today. Going to be interesting to see how that plays out. In a statement on Saturday night, Major League Baseball said, in part, quote unquote, we are disappointed that the MLBPA has chosen not to negotiate in good faith over the resumption of play after Major League Baseball has made three successive proposals that it would provide players, clubs, and our fans with an amiable resolution to a very difficult situation caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. It is unbelievable the lies which are spouted. At no point did the owners negotiate in good faith. The owners kept repackaging the same amount of money in different ways and just kept feeding it back to the players. At no point, none, throughout this whole process have the owners seriously taken this negotiation. Not once. Just haven't. BS. Don't believe anything else. At no point did the owners ever concede anything in this negotiation. The owners, the billionaires who will own these teams theoretically in perpetuity. People have years and years and years to make back the money they lose. And guess what? Have been making money at record profits for 17 straight years. Those are the people who are taking baseball away from you this year. Because they refused to stand by an agreement they made and then after that to negotiate in good faith, in real good faith, at any point. So the owner saying the players didn't negotiate in good faith is about the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Moving on. Upon any implementation of a schedule, players wouldn't necessarily report to a second spring training immediately, sources told ESPN. The parties still do not have an agreement on health and safety protocol, and we need one before players arrive. How crazy is that? How insane is it? And when we first started talking about this, the only thing we talked about was like, all that matters is health and safety, right? You know, get these guys back when it's safe and healthy to do it, and we'll have a sport. And how important is that? Baseball's been so wrapped up in fighting over billions that they still, still have not agreed on a health and safety proposal. Embarrassing. Embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for the sport. And it clearly shows what they care most about. Facts. It is what it is. The article goes on. Any season would be scheduled to start after a three-peak. Any season would be scheduled to start after a three-week spring training, though a coronavirus outbreak could change the league's plans. Multiple players on 40-man rosters have tested positive for the virus recently, according to sources. That's interesting. We've not heard that. It goes on. If Major League Baseball does implement a season, both parties could file grievances to be heard by an arbitrator, though neither would necessarily delay games being played, sources said. The union could file a grievance that the league did not fulfill its obligation to play the most games possible, sources told ESPN. The March agreement says the league should use best efforts to play as many games as possible while taking into account player safety and health, rescheduling needs, competitive considerations, stadium availability, and the economic feasibility of various alternatives. The league could likewise, likewise file a grievance over the lack of good faith negotiations regarding salary by the union. Sources said, so this is great. Everyone just suing everyone for the grievances. I, um, man, 
I don't know how you could possibly feel good about the future of this sport right now. I don't. Again, their collective bargaining agreement is up next December. This whole thing is happening again in December. And that's coming off a, a, a year plus of, of depressed numbers thanks to this situation now. You think the owners are going to be even more willing to give in to things? Hmm. Not heading in a good direction. And if they file grievances against each other, it just adds, adds to the strife, adds the animosity. It's just not ideal. The article goes on. Commissioner Rob Amford told ESPN this week that unequivocally we are going to play Major League Baseball this year, placing the, placing the chances at 100%. Major League Baseball has said it will lose billions of dollars this season, and even more if it plays without fans in the stands, leading to it asking players to take a cut off the prorated portion of their salaries. The union has sought financial information to validate the league's projections and has said the documentation provided by the league has not sufficiently backed up the numbers. I can't, again, I can't believe that's still a thing. And that anyone's defending the owners who won't prove it. They keep saying we're losing all this money and they won't prove it. If you had never met me before and I walked up on the street to you and said, hey, I I just lost a hundred bucks. Can you give me money? You wouldn't believe me, right? I mean, you wouldn't believe that I actually lost the hundred bucks. It's unbelievable to me. Unbelievable that they have still not backed up those numbers. The article goes on. The union is held firm at full pro rata pay, citing the March agreement. Major League Baseball interprets the agreement differently, believing that the language in it allows for a negotiation on pay if games are played with no fans in the stands. Yet again, just the issue, I can't believe that the the fact that that March agreement and and language in it or whatever are, are part of the core or the crux of why this has been such a major issue is um, it's just so hard to believe that both of these people or parties let's say the owners and the players signed this agreement in March and now we're using that same agreement to fight about this new agreement they need because they both interpret that agreement the wrong way hmm. sounds awesome <laughs> sounds like we really handled this great article goes on the league's last proposal the players offered 72 games with 70 percent of their full prorated pay guaranteed and up to 83 percent following the completion of the postseason the total of one and a half billion was the highest offered by major league baseball but it still fell well short of the full rate the players are seeking after losing salary for the games thus far missed Quote-unquote, this is from Meyer. Given your continued insistence on hundreds of millions of dollars of additional pay reductions, we assume these negotiations are at an end, Meyer said in a letter. If it is your intention to unilaterally impose a season, we again request that you inform us and our members of how many games you intend to play and when and where the players should report. (laughs) It's unbelievable. We got to the point where the players like, just tell us when to show up and we'll show up, and that's where we're at. Unbelievable. The league has been consistent in its insistence that the regular season ends September 27th, citing health concerns as well as the desire of national TV partners not to have games extended in November when the presidential election and football games will dominate the television landscape. The union's last proposal of 89 games would have had the regular season end in mid-October. Quote-unquote, your refusal to play games in October is purportedly based on primarily on concern for players' health, Meyer wrote. We believe this is a pretext. Other leagues are planning on playing in October and November. 
and we believe, and we have proposed having the flexibility to play games at neutral sites if necessary to address any safety concerns. We believe your position is in part and parcel of your general bad faith determination to play as few games as possible to punish players for refusing to capitulate to Major League Baseball's demands for massive pay cuts. And that's a strong statement. Let's read that again. This is something that Meyer wrote to the, the Major League Baseball owners and, and Major League Baseball in that letter. It says, quote, unquote, we, your refusal to play games in October is purportedly based primarily on concern for player health. We believe this is a pretext. Other leagues are planning on playing in October and November, and we, and we have proposed having the flexibility to play games at neutral sites if necessary to address any safety concerns. We believe your position is part and parcel of your general bad faith determination to play as few games as possible to punish players for refusing to capitulate to Major League Baseball's demands for massive pickets. That is a haymaker right there. That is a haymaker. That is them saying the owners are not just negotiating bad faith, but purposefully out to get the players based on what they, you know, on them refusing to agree to certain things. That's a strong statement right there. And look, to the the heart of the the context, I mean, why can't they play in October, especially if they're willing to go neutral sites on it? I get the worry and stuff, but, I mean, that sounds like a very, very hard line to take on something that could be flexible. And again, I totally believe that it's the owners negotiating in bad faith. You know, I believe that, uh, the article goes on the fight over money has been at the center of the discussions between the parties, which included five proposals that did little to bridge the gap. The league increased the percentages of salary players would receive in each of its three proposals, but decreased the number of games played while the union start, Started 114 games full product and landed on 89 before declining the counter. The union continued to call for more documents regarding Major League Baseball's financials, citing a report that the league agreed to an extension of its national TV deal with Turner Sports that will bump the annual revenue from $350 million to $500 million. We ask again, Meyer wrote, that you provide us with details on this and other negotiations. He called the negotiation, MLB's negotiation stance one delay tactic after another. The article finishes, the union's maneuver Saturday night could resolve that, end the back and forth, and finally answer the question hanging over the sport for the past three months. When will baseball actually return? So, yeah, it looks like we're going to have a return, but not any of the, not the one we wanted. And again, to that last point, the idea that the owners can cry poor again and again and again and again and never prove it, never show anyone in the books, it's outrageous. I, I Again, I can't believe anyone is defending the owners here. I can't believe it. I just, I, I can't wrap my head around that. Ultimately, I think on a basic level, we should all be incredibly disappointed in the sport we love. We should all be angry with the sport we love. I'm embarrassed to be a fan of this sport right now. In the most unique time in our history, a time where Sports had a chance to be more than sports. A chance to truly impact lives. And look, sports does. We know that. Like it can. But to, to, on, a, on a grand scale to impact lives, players and owners fought over money. 
Not over health and safety. Not over how to do this the right way. Over money. And as a result, we're going to lose a month or whatever we could have gotten in baseball. We're going to lose something that feels like a a real-ish season. We're going to lose any sort of legitimate champion we could get. And we've already lost a lot of hope and belief in baseball. And with the next year set to be just as animosity-laden and acrimonious and all that, I just, it's disappointing and it makes me scared for the future of baseball. Maybe not in the near term, but in the long term. It's scary for baseball. And again, more than anything, it's disappointing and I'm embarrassed. And I don't really like any of these people involved right now. And Look, I'll take my 50 games. I'll watch it. I'll love it. I'll watch playoffs and I'll love it But because I love baseball. But I think long-term, they've really damaged this sport. And I think the future is um, is a bigger question mark because of it. Look, we'll dive into this more tomorrow. Through the rest of the week, we'll continue. We'll start to get more details. End of the day today, we'll see what the um, Major League Baseball's response to the players is. If they just set a date, maybe we'll know a date by tomorrow. If nothing else, we can get excited about that. We'll, we'll continue to, to be excited about those types of things. But at the same time, this has been a... Um, Real disaster, the way they've handled this whole thing. And um, it looks like it's going to end the way it started. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Tomorrow we'll dive into this more. There's um, some really good stuff out there to get into about um, the the negotiations, the strife, and um, and how it's all ultimately going to play out. So more of that tomorrow. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy. Don't let this get you down too much. We will have baseball this season. That, that is the silver lining. There will be baseball, but um, not the way we wanted it. So. We'll see. Either way, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.